What is up, my beautiful people? Welcome back to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast, the fitness podcast for you, by you. I'm your host, as always, Mark Torres. And in today's episode, episode number 47, I'm going to be reviewing Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam Workout. Let's talk about it. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast. For those of you watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you for joining me this week. I really do appreciate it. For those of you guys who have listened to this show for almost 50 episodes, that's a long time. Thank you for joining me. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Come on in. Take your coat off. Stay a while. Um, you know, the Made to Excel Fitness podcast is my attempt at making fitness as easy, simple, and maybe in some way, shape, or form, hopefully, entertaining to understand for the masses. This show is not intended to look at fitness from a scientific aspect or from the aspect of a freak athlete because I am none of those things. So hopefully uh, I'm able to approach fitness in a way that is understandable um, and approachable for those of you guys out there who want to have long-term success with your fitness and your health journeys. So if you are new to the show, thank you for joining. I really do appreciate it. Uh, But without further ado, today's episode is very, very special because I get to talk about my boy, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And if you listen to the show with any sort of regularity, you know that I talk about The Rock quite a bit, actually. So this is no different than maybe a typical Made to Excel fitness episode, but it is what it is. Um, Obviously, big fan of The Rock. The Rock is one of the most famous and rich people on this planet, but I think the biggest allure of The Rock is he just seems like an all-around good dude. He seems like he's still humble. He still seems like a nice guy, uh, despite everything else that surround his circumstances that could possibly lead him to becoming an asshole. But he just seems like a good guy. And of course, this could all be a persona. It could all be an illusion that he creates so that people still like him. But I really do think, you know, me looking at it from an outside perspective, because I don't know The Rock, uh, if he wants to become friends, I'm here for him. But, um, you know, From the outside perspective, he still looks like a good guy. And I don't think I need to convince any of you guys to be a fan of The Rock because he's one of the most followed people on Instagram. So you guys are probably right alongside me uh, in this boat. So today's episode is all about Dwayne The Rock Johnson's workout program. So in episode 44 of this very podcast, so three weeks ago, I was talking about the fact that if The Rock were to put his workouts uh, and his nutrition plan online, it would go viral because The Rock is one of the biggest celebrities on this planet. And of course, I was living within The Rock, I guess, when I said that. And I was having this out-of-body experience because several weeks later, here we are, as of the recording of this podcast episode, The Rock has released five videos, four training videos, and one nutrition video. Some of them are a little loose uh, of his training program. So that is what I'm going to dive into in today's episode. So I guess the first thing that I'll say about this is... um, One of The Rock's upcoming movies is Black Adam. For those of you guys who don't know this, uh, Black Adam is a superhero for my 
comic book purist is more of like an anti-hero, not exactly a superhero, but beside that point, the main thing to think about here is that it is a super-powered being, so The Rock wants to look a certain way, and of course, he's had many different great physiques over the course of his career in like Hercules or Baywatch or even Pain and Gain, right? Those are all very different physiques, but those are all really great physiques. Um, as of, you know, The Rock's career in his entirety of it, he's brought different looks to the screen but for some reason he feels like he needs to up the ante here playing a super powered being whether it be a superhero anti-hero no need to get into the semantics of it all but he wants to bring a different look to the screen so he has obviously over the past week released a bunch of different videos on his training going forward because he wants to bring a different look blah 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 whatever that is super muscular super lean we've seen them both from the rock but maybe a combination of both like we've never seen before. So uh, I'm going to be reviewing this workout plan, not as is this a good plan for The Rock, because obviously The Rock is going to do what he does. He's had plans in place. He's had all these great physiques. So he has a good general idea of what he is doing. And one guy on the main to excel in his podcast is not going to convince him otherwise, or, you know, be another person in his ear whispering. Yes, that sounded weird, but you get the gist of it. So I'm going to be reviewing this particular program from the viewpoint of if you were to try this right now, you listening, is this something that you could feasibly do and make progress with and be successful doing? That is kind of how I'm going to approach reviewing this workout program. So without further ado, let's get into video number one day uh, cardio in the morning on an empty stomach and then training later on in the afternoon or sometimes late at night around 10 10 at night or even midnight sometimes uh, I've been training um, for the big one uh, Black Adam uh, well, we try to make them all big but <laughs> but Black Adam you guys are excited you guys are on fire about Black Adam and so am I because uh, this one is a big one but it's also defining and I want to raise the bar in terms of superhero movies but I also want to come in in the best shape of my entire career and that was important to me so you got to put in the work um, and you got to surround yourself with the best possible people the most knowledgeable people the most positive and optimistic people too as well so i'll be sharing more of that uh, down the line with you just in terms of what my program has been what my conditioning routine has been as we dial it all in uh, i do start my morning every morning with a zoa all right, so I think I'll stop that one there. Um, the end of this video, he talks about his energy drink, so uh, we'll just cut that off for now. And the Instagram caption for this post was, tons of questions for you about my training routine for Black Adam. Been working very hard on my strength, conditioning, diet, balance, and energy to come into this role, being in the best shape, quotes, hopefully, of my career and raise the bar. Happy to share more insight with you as we go down the road. And of course, my training days and nights are always powered by Zoa Energy. And yes, original flavored Zoa tastes like pancakes, peanut butter, maple syrup, and greatness. So the first thing off the bat, The Rock tells you in this video is that he does cardio on an empty stomach. Fasted cardio, same thing. You've probably heard uh, fasted cardio more than you've heard empty stomach cardio. They're the same thing, interchangeable terms. From a logical perspective, fasted cardio makes a ton of sense. If your body's primary fuel source whenever you're doing any sort of work is carbohydrates and you work out and do cardio in a way that your body has little to no carbohydrates left because you haven't eaten in a while, then your body has to shift to use the secondary fuel source, which in this case would be fat. So if you're doing fasted cardio, you're literally burning fat, which is obviously a good thing. Um, and 
well, it's a good thing depending on your goal, I should say. Uh, and just recently, I was reading an article on GQ.com, GQ being a men's fashion website. And they were they had an, uh, an article about what is the best time of day to work out. And in this particular article, they were arguing and they were trying to make the point that working out in the morning is the best because you can do things like fasted cardio. And in this article, they had a quote from a professor um, professor at some university, and he says, working out in the morning is great because you can burn the energy from your stored energy that you've had versus if you wake up and you go to Starbucks and you get a vanilla ice latte and then you go work out, you are burning directly the vanilla ice latte versus the stored energy that you have, which is a fucking idiotic way to try to explain this phenomenon because that would be the exact same thing as saying you have a hundred dollars in your pocket right now and you've got one friend her name is jennifer you owe her twenty dollars and you've got another friend let's say his name is dudley uh dudley owes you twenty dollars right so you owe jennifer twenty dollars dudley owes you twenty dollars now jennifer is asking for her twenty dollars she's like dude Where's my $20? I need my $20. I've got to buy this, this, and that. And you keep saying, Jennifer, chill out. I'm waiting for Dudley to give me my $20 so I can give that $20 to you. No matter which situation, no matter what happens first, whether you give or you take the $20, it doesn't matter because the net balance for you is going to be zero. You're still going to have $100 no matter what at the end of the day. Now, you may know situationally that Dudley's an asshole and Dudley's not going to pay you money. So you might have to fight Dudley, but that's a situational thing and you'll know that. But no matter what, no matter if you get the $20 first or you give the $20, the net balance for you is zero because you're still going to have $100 no matter what. Doesn't matter if it happens first or it happens last. So in this particular situation, whether or not you have the vanilla ice latte, before your workout or after your workout, that vanilla ice latte is still factored in to your daily calories. It doesn't matter in what order it happens. So whoever this professor is, I talked about this in the last episode, the spread of misinformation. This is a guy teaching people, presumably teaching people, and this is his philosophy. And now those people go out into the real world and they say these things. And now you've got this whole spread of misinformation and that's how this whole thing goes. So that vanilla ice latte situation makes no sense. Um, a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, pretty much most of the time, exclusively in nutrition and in fitness, we try to take these big concepts and we try to break them down into small bite-sized pieces that are easy to digest and that are easy to figure out and that are easy to understand. For the most part, our puny little human brains can't understand these big concepts. They're too big too complicated for us to understand, so we try to make things as simple as possible. What does that mean? Instead of saying you have 730,000 calories for the year, and that will be what allows you to lose weight, same thing would be to say you have 2,000 calories a day, and that'll help you lose weight. And of course, that caloric number will be different for everybody depending on your uh, weight and your circumstances. So don't get caught up in the 2000 number, but that's just an example. Let's say if you eat 2000 calories every day for the rest of the year, once again, it's not as simple as that. That number will always change. But let's say for the sake of the argument, 2000 calories every day. If you do that, you'll lose weight. That's great. If that's your goal. Now, 
if you eat 2,000 calories once, that's a win of a day. But if the rest of your days you're not eating 2,000 calories, you're going to not lose weight. You're probably going to gain weight if the number is higher than 2,000 calories. So the big picture is ultimately what matters. We break things down into smaller bite-sized pieces to make things simpler for us. But the little parts don't matter. It's ultimately the big parts that matter. The big picture is what ends up winning and losing the day, meeting your goal or not meeting your goal. So this idea that you know we kind of take into account and we consider nutrition as a daily thing, right? You have daily calories, but it's not like your body, well, I guess your body knows what time of day it is because we do things like fall asleep, but your stomach doesn't care when you're eating. Your stomach doesn't care whether it's 11.59 p.m. or 12.01 a.m. Your body doesn't reset. You're going to eat calories and your stomach is going to do with those calories what it does. It doesn't matter the time of day. So it would be like, let's say a person works late at night. They work until 10 o'clock. They don't get home until 11. So they're eating late on. So they're eating late in the night. Let's say they eat dinner at 11 p.m. Now, that person has a crazy schedule the next day as well. They've got to wake up at 5 o'clock to work out so they can get the kids on the bus and get them to school, and then they can go on with their day. That person ends up only fasting for six hours versus somebody who eats dinner, right? Some of you guys right now, you probably have six hours between your lunch and your dinner as it is. So is that considered a fast? Technically, anytime you're not eating is considered a fast. Um, We start to talk about semantics, right? Um, We start to talk about the definition of words. Really breakfast, all the breakfast is, you're, you're breaking your fast. So whether or not you eat a traditional breakfast in the morning that includes eggs or toast or bacon, whatever your traditional breakfast is, or you eat a quote unquote lunch at two o'clock in the afternoon, whatever lunch food you eat, that's still breaking your fast, right? So the idea of breakfast doesn't really matter here. So, you know, somebody who has a six hour fast overnight, just because the calendar moved, the date uh, of the day moved, that doesn't mean that your stomach resets versus somebody who eats dinner at six o'clock at night, and then still doesn't um, work out until six o'clock in the morning. That's a 12-hour fast. Is a 12-hour fast more optimal than the 6-hour fast? No. When we go back to the logical explanation, do you burn more fat working out on an empty stomach? Yes, but no matter what, whatever you're eating is going to be ultimately the most important thing because you're going to just it's all going to end up balancing out at the end. So more importantly than anything else, your nutrition has to be in place. Doesn't matter if you're doing fasted or non-fasted cardio. It's not going to be too much of a difference between the two. You shouldn't base everything based on whether or not you can do empty stomach cardio like The Rock does. Really, ultimately, the only reason to be doing fasted cardio is one, if it feels better for you. For example, uh, back when it was nice and sunny and warm outside and I would go for runs, if I would do that after eating a meal, it would feel terribly, right? I could feel like the contents of my stomach jumping up and down every single time my foot hit the road or the sidewalk. It felt terrible. It doesn't feel good to run on a full stomach versus if I you know, run early in the morning, it typically feels better. It absolutely affects the way I run. It absolutely affects the way I feel. It absolutely affects the time that it takes for me to run any predetermined length of time or length of uh, um, distance, I should say, right? So that definitely feels different, right? So in that particular situation, yeah, running in a fasted state makes a lot more sense for me. Or if for some reason, just for scheduling reasons, you can only do fasted cardio or fasted workouts or whatever, 
then yeah, go for it. But don't get so caught up in, I have to do fasted cardio because it's going to be better for me because The Rock said so. At the end of the day, water always finds its level. So whether or not you drink the vanilla ice latte before or after your workout, it still counts towards your daily caloric needs. As long as your nutrition is in place, fasted or non-fasted cardio doesn't make a difference. So first thing that The Rock says, do fasted cardio. Don't feel the need to do that. Um, you're just going to be expending so much time and brain power on something that's not going to be too much of a difference maker for you. Four more videos. We might have to cut this into two parts. We're already almost at 20 minutes. Let's see how far we get. Almost a wrap uh, for my Thursday night workout. This is my second workout. So right there, The Rock says that is his second workout of the day. I'm assuming that means uh, his first workout is the stomach, the empty stomach facet cardio, and then he's got weights later on in the night. I think that's what he means by second workout. Uh, there's been a lot of comments, a lot of questions about the post that I posted this morning, uh, sharing with you guys that I'm going to share more of my Black Adam training and my uh, my prep for the role uh, in terms of my strength, my conditioning my diet, uh, my energy, my balance. Um, so today's split on Thursday is I do my empty stomach cardio in the morning and then I'll come and train at night. Uh, and today's split tonight was uh, back and biceps and a lot of implementation tonight of supersets and tri-sets and giant sets, um, four to five exercises per set, three sets of those. And it's a son of a bitch. And these exercises aren't, you know, taking a medicine ball and throwing it up against a wall. Whoa, the rocks are throwing shade at people that throw medicine balls. What do medicine balls ever do to you, Dwayne? Even though that's hard, there's nothing like pushing and pulling and taxing your muscles and central nervous system um, and pushing yourself to almost what you think is your limit and then pushing yourself beyond that. Um, in terms of your training and there's nothing like that kind of workout that involves iron uh, and gripping things with your own two hands um, so we do the giant sets and I was liking the giant sets by the way to like the fourth and fifth rounds of a UFC fight those championship rounds where you really got to pull everything you got inside uh, and give it your all um, exact same thing when I used to wrestle and throw around 300 pound men for a living. I used to do, every once in a while, I, I would have what's called Iron Man matches where we would wrestle for an hour straight. Uh, and that would be so taxing and so fatiguing because it was just nonstop. So I liken these giant sets to that. UFC championship rounds, Iron Man matches that I used to wrestle. Um, uh, and then, and then of course on Friday, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a different split. Saturday, it's a different split. Usually on Sunday, uh, I take off. Uh, that is my big cheat day, uh, which of course I share with you guys all the food I try to consume, uh, and bring gluttony, new meaning to the word gluttony, <laughs> my cheat days. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday certainly is a different split, which I will be sharing that with you guys too as well. So, uh, training, strength, conditioning, um, my energy, uh, balance and my diet. Uh, you know, is everything as I prep for Black Adam. Okay, I've talked too much. Back to work for me. Uh, you guys have a rest. Uh, well, tomorrow's Friday, so finish your week strong. Um, and I'll connect back with you and I'll continue to share more. All right, back to work. Here we go. I love at the end of that video, The Rock's like, what day of the week is it? Uh, I live a pretty good life. I don't need to know the days of the week. Um, but the caption for that video is... Late night follow-up for my Black Adam training post from this morning. Thursday split is back and buys. Supersets, tri-sets, giant sets. Cardio every morning right when I wake up on an empty stomach. 
which we know not necessary. After cardio, I'll start my work day. Once the babies are asleep for the night, I'll hit the iron and start my training. More to come. And you guys finish your week strong and on a positive uptick. Uh, so The Rock is doing back and buys on Thursday, which is bro splitty. If you know what a bro split is, kind of just like a generic, uh, that's the term that the industry has coined um, for more of like these bodybuilding splits that a lot of bros in the gym that you'll see do, um, which is perfectly fine, right? If you you know, if you're trying to set up your own workout program and you're looking at The Rock for inspiration, there's nothing wrong with doing back and buys together. Uh, totally depends on obviously how many days a week you want to work out. If you're only working out one day a week and that one day's back and buys, there's obviously a lot of things that you're going to be neglecting um, for the rest of the week. Um, you know, there's a lot. When, when are you going to do legs? Are you, are you never going to squat? Are you never going to do um, chest, right? All these things. Um, so there's nothing wrong with back and buys as long as your schedule allows it. Um, even if you're doing two days and you're doing back and buys and then legs on the other day, or you're doing back and buys and chest on the other day, there's a little bit of neglect happening there. So nothing wrong with back and buys if you can fit it in your schedule and that makes sense for you. And he talks about he does supersets, trisets, and giant sets. So for those of you who may not know, a superset um, technically is two exercises of opposing muscle groups, but I think a lot of people just use supersets uh, interchangeably with compound set. Compound set is just two exercises back to back of the same muscle group. For the sake of the argument here, for the sake of simplicity, a superset is just two back to back exercises with little to no rest. Um, Trisets obviously being Try meaning three, three exercises back to back with little to no rest. Giant sets is anywhere from four to five plus. Um, hopefully you're not doing plus. Plus is a lot uh, of exercises back to back to back to back to back with little to no rest. Now, this is where your goals are going to start to kick in here because the one thing about doing these supersetted, tri-setted, giant-setted workouts, uh, they go really quickly. And for the sake of time, Pairing up these workouts is going to be really advantageous for you if you're short on time and you want to get a lot of work done in a crammed time frame. Um, if that is something that is an affliction for you, of course, doing these paired exercises is going to be great. But I think the one big downfall of that is depending on your workout environment, that may or may not be feasible for you. If you're working out in a commercial gym, in a big gym, in a big city where it gets busy, it's hard enough to do supersets. It's hard enough to take up two different exercises. Don't be the guy that's taking up two different exercises. You've got a water bottle on one and you've got your gym bag on the other and you're monopolizing all this different equipment while other people are trying to use it. Don't be that guy, right? That guy's no fun. That guy's an asshole. Um, just you know, don't go that route. So um, depending on your gym setup and your gym circumstances, this might not be feasible. It's hard enough to superset sometimes, let alone tri sets and giant sets. Of course, uh, if you live in a place where there's not a lot of people that go to the gym, it's just you and your buddy, Billy Bob, you're the only two people in this town, <laughs> in this town. I don't know why I just immediately thought of a town, but you're the only two people that typically are in the gym. Yeah, of course, I think you can start to work around and be a little bit or have a little bit more freedom in your space. That totally makes sense. But you know, maybe you have your own home gym setup. If you are fortunate enough to have that luxury at your disposal, yeah, of course, you can start to make your own workout plan as you see fit. And if supersets and trisets are that for you, then totally go for it. But you may not have that at your disposal if you go to a gym that gets nice and busy. Um, and, you know, 
there's just not enough space. There's not enough time or space or, you know, real estate to do something like The Rock is doing. So I think that's kind of the first big thing to address. But let's say space is not an option and you can do these things. Your goal starts to come into play here because if your goal is to get strong, doing all these different workouts with little to no rest in between is definitely not going to be in the cards. It's definitely not going to help you get stronger because when you're dealing with heavy weights, you want to do a set and you want to let your body rest for ample amount of time so that you're nice and fully recovered so that the next time you do that same set with that same heavy weight, you want to have the ability and have the energy to perform the lift without hurting yourself, right? So in this particular scenario, doing supersets and tri-sets and giant sets where you're pairing these exercises with little to no rest in between, it's really going to diminish your ability to get stronger. So if strength is of importance to you, if you're a power lifter, uh, if you're an Olympic weightlifter or something like that, you definitely don't want to do these supersets, giant sets, tri-sets, whatever. But if you're a person who wants to gain some muscle and you want to lose a little bit of weight, you want to get leaner, this is actually not a bad protocol. Um, doing supersets and tri-sets and things of that nature is going to be not only physically taxing from the muscular perspective, it is absolutely going to challenge the muscles. And of course, as long as you're using progressive overload and you're not getting stuck doing the same thing over and over again, it's absolutely going to help you build muscle. Also, there's a huge metabolic demand, right? In terms of like, it's just going to be super taxing from like a quote unquote cardio aspect. So uh, it's definitely a good thing, kind of like a best of both world situation. Of course, is if this is feasible for you, um, depending on your gym setup, like I said. So I don't know, you know, let's say you probably don't need to go straight for giant sets. That's a lot, uh, unless you have a good base of fitness and you feel comfortable with that and you kind of have a good lay of the land and have good technique and you know what you're doing. That's a really great place to start. But if you're just getting started in the gym, you have a little bit of an understanding, you feel pretty comfortable starting off with supersets and tri-sets, I think is a really good place to start. If you're a complete beginner, just getting through the workouts as they are one by one, I think is probably the way to go until you feel comfortable and then you can start to do that like that. Uh, if you're a person with little to no equipment and you're at your house, you can still do the same thing with bodyweight exercises or bands or stuff like that. And I think it's a really great way to start off a workout program. Of course, depending on your specific goals is going to be the most important thing. Um, so we are approaching the 30 minute mark. Um, so I think got three more videos, not going to get to them in today's episode, I'll probably cut this into two. Um, so to wrap up here, um, <clears throat> the rock is, of course, one of the greatest people on this planet that sounded that sounded real worshipy but the rock is you know obviously this massive mega celebrity seems like a cool dude um not that he can't do no wrong i don't know if you guys remember the rock clock from like five six years ago it's one of the worst apps ever created a uh, little side tangent here the rock clock was i guess the premise of it was it's supposed to be an alarm clock which of course an alarm clock is made to help you wake up in the morning. But instead of having the regular beeps and whistles and whatever alarm clock sounds you would find on a typical alarm clock, the rock would wake you up with his motivational speeches and things of that nature, which is obviously a pretty good idea. If the rock can't wake you up and get you out of bed in the morning, 
you might be a lost cause. But um, that was kind of the whole premise. But the rock clock wasn't integrated with iPhone. So you had to have your phone open for the rock clock to work and to wake you up. So um, it was a massive dud. So the rock, despite being this mega celebrity and this awesome, presumably awesome guy, is not a perfect human being. So, uh, you know, he doesn't say, you know, I think you should, you guys should do fasted cardio. I think you guys should, you know, be running on a treadmill, not having eaten anything for several hours. You know, this idea that he does that, I think is a little misplaced. Um, so, you know, just don't go blindly following these people because they are the rock or they are any insert, any celebrity name here. So, um, I will go into probably the next episode. I'll do the last three workouts that he's done, uh, or the last two and a nutritional one uh, video that he's posted on his Instagram. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. We're leaving this off as a to-be-continued, a cliffhanger. Signing out. If you smell what the Made to Excel Fitness podcast is cooking. <laughs> that was that was terrible. Um, anyways, I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Um, the Rock Black Adam Workout Part 2 coming next week. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Made to Excel Fitness podcast, the fitness podcast for you, by you. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, consider hitting the subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. New episodes come out every single Monday morning. So hitting the subscribe button ensures that you don't miss out on any new episodes. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you feel so inclined, please leave a five-star review. It helps others find the show. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment, leave a thumbs up, hit the little bell, lets you know when new videos come out. Follow me on social media, on Instagram at MTEFit, on Facebook at Made2ExcelFitness, email me at Made2ExcelFitness at gmail.com. Let me know if there's anything that you guys want me to discuss on the show. It is in fact the fitness podcast that is for you, by you. I appreciate every single one of you guys that takes the time to listen to me on your Monday morning, wherever you are. I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. What's up, Mark? How you doing, man? Hunter Henry, LA Charger tight end. Uh, best big time shout out to your uh, fitness podcast, the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast. So um, super cool, man. You got a lot going on. Bolt ganger, don't bang.